meets Tom and Allie Cat. They're cats. Like literal cats. They're also best friends. Who cares about that motherfucker when you've got the adventures of Tom and Alley Cat who will do everything in their power to protect their sweet cat lady from heartbreak again. Even if it means going on the land. Hold on to your ear holes, pussycats. The podcasters are up to something. Y'all ready? Oh yeah. What's up, pussies? I'm Tomcat. And I'm Allie Cat. And you're listening to Adventures of Tom and Allie Podcasters. This is a podcast by cats. For cats. And, like, sometimes dogs, if they're lucky. Because deep down, we love those little bitches. Especially that sweet little Labrador, Maggie. Hot friends. Hi, Maggie. Maggie. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. (laughs) What? What? How's everyone doing? Great. How are you, Tom? I feel like I haven't seen you in a while. I haven't seen you in like 10 whole minutes. I know. The other it's side so of the bizarre. House. Maggie, what are you up to? Oh, just living the dream like doggo do. Mm-hmm. Like you do. Like you do. And what else was a dream? Because Maggie's also good at the segues is that we had an adventure this past weekend at CatCon! Huzzah! CatCon! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't even know that was a thing until this year, which is bizarre because we're cats. I mean, we're cats. Like, prime, the prime targets of such a convention. Mm -hmm. To be fair, it was not on my radar at all. (laughs) <laughs> but i very much enjoyed it i very yeah. much enjoyed it what, was, I, what would you say was your favorite part oh see i just you know i i knew a few kitties when i was very young and i obviously know you too but i really just did not know how robust of lives these kitties out there are living mm-hmm. and they really do a whole lot of good there was one cat named uno uno the cat and he only has one ear and he went on all of the adventures he he went to forests and he went to beaches and sometimes he even wore a leash like doggo that's crazy he likes to climb and play and do pictures and and I just I did not know that there were cats out there that like doing those things that I do too and it was just crazy and so you know we are not so different doggos and kitties mm-hmm. absolutely you're absolutely right how many cats do you think like like if you had to guess a percentage of how many cats are cool with wearing a leash? Like, what would y'all say? Ooh. I think uh, 
I would say maybe a little bit more because what we also learned at CatCon is that it is actually important to dispel the myth that cats cannot be trained. Because cat training is also a thing. Obviously, we are still our own persons. Mm -hmm. We are still Mm -hmm. our own individual felines. So Mm -hmm. you, you can't control us completely. But we can learn. And we can adapt and we can grow, which is another point that they talked about in CatCon. Don't don't think just because you've got a cat, it's going to mean that this cat is going to be, you know, 100% standoffish. You can still, you know, get some basic stuff across to your cat. So I think it might be a little bit more than three, maybe 10. I think 10 sounds fair. I do remember, Tom, I don't know if you remember this. It's been a a minute right Mm -hmm. but when cat lady first had us and we were living in this teensy little garage apartment at one time and she wanted to take take us on a walk and she didn't even attempt it with you she tried it with me first I don't Mm -hmm. know why but she put me in this harness uh and it wasn't Like it was just one piece, both leash and harness in one. It was just kind of like very, uh, it wasn't super thick or anything. It was just kind of like strands, um, Mm -hmm. like that nylon kind of, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And she, so she puts me in this thing and I disappeared underneath the bed for about three hours Well, I MacGyvered myself out of it and then I hid it in a place where she has still not found it and it has been years now Mm -hmm. and, and we've moved, hold up, how many times since that time? Like we've moved a lot since that time and she still has not found this leash harness combo and So after a couple hours, I just came zooming out from under the bed and I had the zoomies all around the little apartment for like 10 minutes. And I thought I distracted her from the fact that I wasn't wearing it. And she was just like, oh, Allie, what what happened to your little new outfit? Um, Which I think is why she has never tried to put anything on me since. And for that, I am thankful because, you know, as much as they say that cats can be trained, which yes, but I think there also has to be some desire there. And I have no desire to go walking outside on a leash. Thank you. I used to live the hard life outside on the ranch and I am not about that life anymore. I am ready to be pampered. And to live in my happy little house with my happy little British expat who gives me cuddles whenever I want. So, you know, like I don't need to go walk on a leash and I will, I will sit when she gives me the hand cue to sit because it usually means pets, but yeah, I'm good. Like, no, thanks. I'm good. Yeah. So, yeah. And here's the thing. She's not going to take me outside. You know why? Because it's murder time. Take me outside. It's going down. I see that owl. Murder time. I see a squirrel. Murder time. I see another cat. You're cool for now. See another owl. Murder time. It's going down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you do it, Maggie. I don't know how you go on the walks. 
Uh, sometimes it can be hard. There's lots of distractions. Tom, I have a question. Yes. What is your position on baby owls? I wish I could reach the barbecue sauce because I bet they taste great with that. Wow. Ooh, ooh, Just okay. Tom, Tom. Yes. Hi. Um, yes. Uh, Maggie here. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, cool. Thank you for clarifying. Yes, 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 yes. So um, you should, um, well, I don't know if you know how to use to Google, but maybe you could have Ali look up for you. Um, if you look up owls with no feathers. Mm-hmm. Hold on. It takes, I have to do like a letter at a time. Hold on. Oh gosh, I typed Googler. Okay, here we go. No, I did it again. Gosh darn it. Okay. I imagine owls with no feathers would be so much easier to eat. I don't have to worry about anything. Owls with no feathers. <laughs> oh my god, that's horrifying. Oh! 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 No, no, I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> oh no. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> Please don't take me on a walk. I don't want to see that ever. I don't even want the remote. To... No, don't show it to me. What? What is that thing? Is this that... showed up in the search results for owls without feathers. That's, that's not an owl. That is some sort of feline, but it's like he's got a, like a, like, looks a... like a sheep. It looks like a shaved bear. But he, but they just got hair like around the circumference of their face, but not Ooh, circumference. That's a five dollar word. Yeah. Circumference. Oh wait, it's... did did five dollar word did that come from back when telegrams used to be a thing? That's a I wouldn't have ever thought of it. I thought that was or like maybe... something to do with Subway. Like five dollars to newspapers because they used because <laughs> the newspapers used to charge by the word. Don't sing anymore. We cannot afford it. That's true. <laughs> Unless we write the song ourselves. Ooh. Podcasters. I can podcasters. write the songs. Oh, Maggie, a, and we should you have your goddess logo? play on her ukulele. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. I just got super excited because your goddess, like, you know, I don't like calling humans goddess because, you know, but when she gets oh. on that ukulele, I'm a bit of a fan. Not going to lie. It's very fun. Um, we have no choice. I guess I do write some songs sometimes. I am a, a bit of a, a bit of a bard with a bit of a bark. <gasps> oh. The bard with the bark. I oh like God. that. Ooh, we should put that on a fan art. We need the fan art. If anyone's listening, we need to make Maggie as a bard with like a a ukulele, an ukulala, ukulala, ukulala. What were we talking about? Uh, owls without feathers. Do you want to see a picture? No, 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 no. We were talking about CatCon. CatCon. Oh, oh, right, right. Okay. So, okay. So, Maggie, we heard a little bit about your favorite part. Tom was Tom. What was your favorite part of CatCon? 
You know, <clears throat> and I don't want it to be a downer, but I actually got a lot out of the part where we talked, where the presenters talked about dealing with grief. Oh my God. Are you serious? Yeah. I had a very big reaction to that as well. What, tell me, tell us your thoughts. So often we as cats towards the end of our lives. And you know what, here, here's what we should all remember. Any sort of like human and feline or human and doggo, human and avian minus the owls. Any sort of, you know, human-animal relationship and friendship should be celebrated. If, when it comes to the end of a pet's life, what you need to do more than anything is celebrate the time that you had and do your best to, you know, grieve in a, grieve in a happy way. So often, though, when kitty cats um are and towards the end of the lives you know we do have this kind of sense that that is happening and it is part of our instincts to maybe want to be alone and to kind of pull back and do our own thing and it is very helpful i think for humans to understand that that is that is us maybe coming to terms with things and you know that's not that's not anything bad do what you can to make us comfortable you know, really, really walking us through that, through that uh, process was really, I think, really good information. What about you? What did you think? Well, I, uh, I mean, I, I, I loved it, but I could also tell that Cat Lady was getting a little in her feelings because, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I've got a few years on you, Tom, and I mean, I'm, I feel super healthy. I take care of myself. I exercise. I eat well. I sleep well. I mean, I I sleep really well. But, you know, I'm getting up there. I'm getting to that age where, like, it would not be too out of the expected for me to start to decline, right? And I really... I feel like I need to kind of prep cat lady for that because you and I have been a part of her life for so long. And so that's why last night I didn't sleep in the bed. And I don't know if you noticed this morning, you were kind of like napping uh, in your favorite spot on the reading chair, but like, (laughs) She woke up this morning and I was not with her and she started calling my name and like freaking out. And I was just on the couch chilling, <laughs> which, you know, like I, fe- I feel a little yeah. bit bad, but also, you know, like she always complains about how I take her side of the bed, which like, girl, I am leaving you the side of the bed that has the empty night table like I'm leaving you the side that has the night table that doesn't have all your stuff on it like that's super nice of me you get this uncluttered surface no book no night guard no eye drops no glasses like 
I'm leaving you the clutter-free surface exactly. for your side of the bed. And Hello. for some reason, she gets upset about that, that like I am graciously taking the side with the night table that has all the stuff on it. And like, girl, anyway, so I feel a little guilty for kind of scaring her this morning, but at the same time, I do think that she needs to come to terms with the fact that like nobody's around forever, you know? And so she needs to accept that like, okay, um, there may be a time when Tom and Allie are not with me anymore and that's okay. Um, we've had a good run together and yeah, I gave them everything I could, but also, also, I think I may have, um, worked a little bit magic. Cause I don't know if you mm-hmm. noticed, but she was shopping on Chewy the other day and she got us a bunch of little like self-heating bed things. Uh, which, no. yes, yes. You're welcome, Tom. Rock you're on. welcome. And that's my doing because, you know, I've been getting on her nerves, like getting all up in her business at night when she's trying to sleep and like sleeping on her face. So I think that that is thanks to me because I, yeah, I am getting older and I'm getting bonier. So I get cold easier. So you know what? I like, it's time. It's, it's time that she got us these fancy little beds and I, I like that they are of a size where you can easily drag it to different spots for me. Cause I know how you yeah. like to like drag stuff around. Okay. So thank totally. you, friend. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, I also was really moved the, the two crazy cat ladies, which that's who there were a couple of sessions where they, where grief came up, which was kind of sad, but also kind of reassuring, but on Instagram, their handle is the two crazy cat ladies. And one of them said something really interesting to me that the emotional cortex in a cat is more similar to the human brain than to, than a dog's brain is, which kind of blew my mind. I don't know what any of those words mean, but words are hard, right? That connection between humans and cats was kind of surprising but in a good way did you realize that maggie i did not that's so crazy yeah did you have did you have a favorite a favorite part of the of the cat con i think my favorite part i don't know i still like i said it was i just loved that that uno the cat (laughs) the uno i think that was my favorite part okay but also how about those firemen there were some firemen Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm And they have big trucks. Uh-huh. And lovely, <laughs> yes. lovely accents. Lovely accents, lots of kitties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something, something, fight fire, something, something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tattoos, tattoos, muscles, kitties. That, you know, kids. it's basically me if I were a person. Just, you know, lots of lots of muscles and, like, super tough and um, oh, yeah. tattoos and all that cool stuff, you know, you know. You are so f- – Tom, you would make an amazing Australian firefighter. I I support that wholeheartedly. That, you're absolutely right. <laughs> By uh, throw shrimp on the barbie and, uh, you know, living down in there. 
Good eye. Adelaide, celebrate. <laughs> I, I, is, is that another dollop reference? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know How that one. How did you ever guess? Oh, it's because so I know that's because I know holiday. I know that that's definitely <laughs> and that's definitely not the word <laughs> that you said. <laughs> what Adelaide? Adelaide. <laughs> hey, goodness. There okay, was, so so nice. Yeah, yeah. What were you gonna say? There, uh, something about the the grief, um, the the grief thing that we that we saw made me think about um, something maybe a little off topic, but it reminded me of there's uh, so when Cat Lady's not around because she's not really into anime, but I may have like subscribed uh, to uh, the Funimation app when she wasn't looking, and maybe she's getting charged twelve ninety nine a month and she doesn't realize, but it's fine. So I watch a lot of anime when she's not home. That being said, there's an uh, an anime and it's like a fantasy and there's magic and stuff. And it's really, really cool. And it's called The Ancient Magus Bride. And in there, there are a lot of dragons and the dragons are like super old and they're super wise. And in the show, one of them dies of old age, naturally, no, tra- no trauma. But like when he's nearing the end of his life, there's like this huge celebration and this huge party and everyone and even the little baby dragons, they were like so happy for him because they, they were like, oh, my gosh, it's wonderful. He gets to see what happens next and no one really knows. It's so great. And I think we should carry that energy into our any sort of, you know, our friends, our family. It's it's a sad time, but let's do our best to make it a joyous time, too, if we can, you know. Let's keep that energy. No sadness. Be happy. True. Celebrate the life that we had. Can I tell you something awesome? Of course. Cat Lady totally knows about your anime subscription. <gasps> oh, no. And she, Out. she is all about it. She's like, oh, I'm so glad that he's found this thing that he has an interest in. And then she offered to get me a subscription to something too. Oh, did you take her up on that? Oh yeah. What did you what 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 did you subscribe to? So she paid for my Dan Rather newsletter because I just love Dan Rather. You fucking nerd. I know. I know. I I love you so much. You I love you. Nerd. <laughs> and mine is cheaper than yours, so I might kind of like try to leverage that and be like, "Hey, can you also get me that historian that you like to follow on Facebook cuz she's awesome." I'm I might actually prefer her newsletter over Dan Rather's, although I do love Dan Rather. Oh. Maggie, do you have any uh secret uh maybe maybe like a guilty pleasure that you keep hidden like content viewing and uh, absorption that you keep hidden from your goddess or maybe that she pays for um i have uh is it called youtube red is that what that's called oh the youtube subscription ali's Ooh. laughing maybe that's not what the fuck it's called that's what it's called isn't yeah yeah, so then I can watch all the squirrel videos without commercials. Oh my god, Maggie Why has no laughing, time for Ellie? ads. <laughs> I have no time for ads, and sometimes I want to turn off the phone and still have it play. That's so silly go. that you can't do that. Hello. Without paying, that's dumb. That makes isn't sense. There, isn't there a red tube? You damn right there is. Okay. <laughs> 
That's why I was laughing. There's also an X videos red. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, you know, hopefully, you know, one day when our podcast is big and famous, which is going to happen, you know, so quickly, I'm sure. Manifest it into we're, existence. We're putting it out into the universe. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I think we need to be presenters at CatCon so at one year, maybe next year. Like we should have a booth, we should have a panel, we should have all of it. I don't know what, what it's normally like when it's in person, but we should. Yeah, do it. I, I don't. I don't think we would do well if we went in person. Like Maggie might, but I don't know if you and I would be good with like a whole shit ton of people. Because you know how you get when people come over, Tom. I'm sure I don't know what you mean. I'm sure you do. I'm sorry. I'm okay. But you know what I mean? Like, that's why, that's why cat lady has never taken us to work for take your pet to work day because she doesn't want to a leave you alone and B like bring you somewhere where you're going to be uncomfortable. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Fine. 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 Cause you know, you know, she really wanted to bring us to that one place she worked where there were mice and like just let us go to town oh my but she was worried about how we would be around the people not just you like both of us but anyway enough about that what would what if we were guests at catcon or if i mean if we were presenters at catcon when? When? when when you're right you're right speaking it into existence uh what would what would we present about and Maggie, I totally think that you should be a guest as like doggo ambassador and examples of like how Kit Kats and doggos can coexist peacefully and create awesome things together in friendship and love. Oh, love that would be an me. honor. Right? That would be an honor. Yeah. And you'd get to play with so many kitties and, and maybe even other puppers because there are cat people who are also dog people. They're called yes, people. Yes, that would be fun. Mm-hmm. And I think if we did like a panel, we definitely just need to start with some meditation with Maggie. Mm, put that us would in be the right headspace. Or maybe end with that. That way they leave like super, super chill. <laughs> I would definitely give advice um, how to hide the bodies. Mm-hmm. You're very good at that. Yes. You do know all the tricks, all the ins and outs. So just like stealthy murder techniques, espionage, hide the bodies, things of that nature. That's Mm -hmm. obviously what I would bring. That's what I bring here. That's what I would would carry that energy over. You know what I mean? I love it. I love it, Tom. What what about you, Allie? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Allie, what would you, what would be your area of expertise that you would speak upon? I think human manipulation. So like getting your human to do exactly what you want them to do without them realizing that that's what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Case in point, me sleeping on the couch last night freaked cat lady out. And then she was extra cuddly this morning because she thought I had maybe died in the middle of the night. So yeah. And I got us those fancy beds and got her to 
like get me a subscription because she was unknowingly paying for one for you and yeah like I think I think it's I I feel like it is a gift that more Kit Kats need to be aware of and take advantage of and I mean you know not in a bad way just like we provide so much to our humans it's only fair that we get a little something something in return you know I just realized our 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 title of our panel podcasters lessons in manipulation murder meditation ooh I'm going to take you and I'm going to go one further. Okay. Mindfulness, manipulation, and murder. Mindful, manipulative murder. Mindful, manipulative murder. There we go. Ooh, ooh. And then could we bring in some crows? Because a murder of crows is like a group of crows. And then I get and- to do a demonstration. Oh, I was thinking we could be friends with the crows because they're really smart. Never. Never. Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. I, I, I feel I bad for that. the day when Cat Lady decides she wants to be Bird Lady. That will never happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. Have you heard her sister talking about when Cat Lady like tried to hatch a bunch of quail? And uh, what? Yeah, when Cat Lady was a kid, this movie came out. I think it was called something like Fly Away Home. And oh, with the was, with the with the duckies. Yeah, yeah. And so Cat Lady has decided that she wanted to be Bird Lady, and uh, oh, no. yeah. And so she convinced her father, who we all know is wrapped around her little finger. She convinced him to get her a bunch of quail eggs from a friend of his and a incubator. And she had like two dozen quail eggs and about 20 of them hatched in the middle of the night. And she was sleeping right through it. And her sister was like, Oh my goodness, cat lady. Why are you, how are you sleeping through this? And little birds were like, and just pissing off cat lady's sister when they were, little girls and so cat lady slept through most of the hatchings and missed the whole like being the first thing that the birds saw saw when it hatched and so the birds like imprinted on cat lady's sister (laughs) oh darn and then they you know or most of them i think there was like one or two that saw cat lady first but then raised them and set them free and for generations, there were quail on their land at their house. That, wow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. But Cat Lady's sister, like anytime you bring it up, will just like rag on the fact that Cat Lady was sleeping through these birds hatching right next to her. And her sister across the room could hear it and had to like get up and take care of the birds. And like you could have just left them and let them chill for a bit but whatever i think cat lady's sister secretly wanted to be imprinted upon just saying just saying your bow you only raised birds once <laughs> no 
that was stupid. I'm sorry. I've had better. I've had better deliveries. That was my favorite joke ever, Tom. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, cool. I didn't know it was a joke, but that's how good it was. Um, I think we also have um something to talk about a special kind of book that's happening soon i don't really Ooh. i don't really know a lot about this okay well so maggie have you ever heard of hunger for words uh no i have not so, i have heard of hunger for treats mm-hmm. and hunger for dindins hunger for blood and uh, i'm sorry Tom, what was that uh, yeah, hunger for treats. Did you say hunger for blood? I just I see that owl every morning. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Tom. Any, okay. Can't okay, continue. okay. Back to the story. So, hunger for words is a account created by a woman who she's some sort of like speech therapist and she decided to teach her dog to communicate using buttons that the dog can push to play different words and sounds. And I remember about a year and a half ago when cat lady first heard of this, she was just like fascinated and watching all these videos and like, Oh, that's so amazing. Look, Ali, look, Tom, look at the sweet papa just like talking to her human. And yeah, so Cat Lady was just like wild about it. And then a few months into quarantine, Cat Lady ran across a woman who had created an account because this woman was using the same techniques with her cat to get her cat to talk and you know her wheels started turning and she started looking at the two of us like hmm, I wonder could I get them to push buttons to talk to me and then that's when I don't know if you remember this but Tom I was like we gotta be super annoying with this and so when she was like working on stuff you and I would go and mess with things that we were not supposed to mess with and like like we do Mm-hmm. but like more you know and and just like bat at things randomly and I think it finally got it through to her that if she got us word buttons that we would be constantly being like mom 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 food food <laughs> you know yeah. you would be hitting the food button which more power to you yeah, right that's fair. I was gonna I was, I was going to protest but you're right Hey, you gotta right. you you gotta get some protein to build all that muscle, Tom. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. hmm You are fierce. Gotta gotta refuel. Mm-hmm. Gotta stay buff. Yeah, so that you're ready to like tackle any owls that come nearby, even if they're bald. Goddamn right. So yeah, I just was gonna ask y'all if you had opinions on that because the hunger for words lady is publishing a book soon and maggie i don't know what your thoughts are on like what would you do if your human tried to train you to talk this way to like 
push buttons that would play words? Like, do you feel, would you be willing to go along with that? Or do you think that your human should just kind of already know what you're thinking? That's a very good question, Allie. I think that if my goddess wanted to go through all the rigmarole and set up the buttons, then I would probably try to learn for her because it's something she's wanted. But honestly, it's, it's not really something that I, Doggo, am all that interested in. I think that we are pretty good at communicating. And um, I think that I already tell her what I want all the time. And if I have buttons, that just might be too much. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I will say also, like, there, like, let's have a bit of mystery in the relationship, you know? Like, there needs exactly. to be... Yeah, and, and that makes it more exciting, right? So that's also part of why when Cat Lady, <laughs> she downloaded this app a few months ago called Meow Talk, and it's supposed to be like people record their cat's meows and it analyzes it so that you can understand what your cat is saying, oh. apparently. Yeah, and that's why any anytime I'm talking to her and I see her reach for her phone, I just like stop. Um, nope. Because Not no, ma'am, no, ma'am, you got to figure no it out way. on your own, cat lady. For you. Yeah. So that's also a thing. These humans, like, can't you just use your mind power to understand what we want? Like, Obviously. we are telling you quite clearly with body language and scent mm-hmm. and psychosomatic messaging. Like, we are being very clear. It's um, kind of obvious, like, I want you to pet me three times on my back, rub my mm-hmm. belly in a circular motion, mm-hmm. counterclockwise, not clockwise. Gotta get those hard the, pats for you. The hard pats on the booty, and if mm-hmm. you do anything other than that, it's murder time to your hand with my teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a very clear, like, messaging system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the way that you say it to her with eye contact and your tail, like it's so obvious that that's what you're asking for. Hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God. So anyway, that's just, those are my thoughts on that. I think Agreed. humans need to just like chill the fuck out a little bit and go back to our primal roots because we didn't need, you know, their, their ancestors managed to quote unquote domesticate us without all this technology like they don't need it they need to just shut up and listen hello purposefully per- active listening they need to practice active listening active listening mm-hmm. do we have anything else to talk about today i mean i always have a soapbox but i feel like we should wrap it up for all right yeah So as we're wrapping up, I just want to take a moment to remind our listeners that we are a new podcast and Mm -hmm. are trying to, you know, expand our audience. We also have an Instagram that is at podcasters. And actually we're pretty much 
everywhere you could possibly find us. We don't have a Twitter yet, although we might by the time that this episode is published. So we'll see. Hopefully we'll get it and don't end up with some asshole grabbing it before we do. But anyway, about Instagram, on Wednesday, April 28th, 2021, we are being interviewed. And by we, I mean a representative for us <laughs> we'll see what totally. that, how, how that comes about uh we are being interviewed by the lovely at miss dot elizabeth m and that will be in our show notes today and it will also be on our instagram on wednesday but we are being interviewed by miss elizabeth m who is a lovely lovely individual like as far as humans go she is the bee's knees right like she's just pretty cool yeah she has a great little etsy shop and is doing some awesome interviews with fellow creatives on instagram to kind of connect and co-promote each other's work so I'm very excited to share her work with our listeners and I'm also excited to connect with some of hers. And she is just a great little artist and has a doggo that is almost as cute as Maggie. Not quite because no one is. And that's a hill. That's a hill I am willing to die on, but like pretty dang close. Um, Shucks. Yeah. Maggie, you are you are amazing, girl. We saw Goddess show Cat Lady this picture of you laying around earlier, and it was like so adorable. Definitely, it was adorable, and I don't know why Goddess was like talking about her. Like, I don't know why Goddess was talking about this photo as if it was not anything but the cutest damn picture of you ever. I right? mean your personality was just like out there on display for the world to see. And um, so was your belly. Oh yes. Belly, beautiful belly. So I was very comfy. Okay. Very, very comfy. You looked comfy and, and we should all be so comfy. So yeah, that, uh, that is happening on Wednesday, the 28th. We also are launching our YouTube channel and uh, we'll be featuring some clips and such from different episodes that will be illustrated in some form or fashion. And we are also launching a merch shop and that link will be included in the show notes and in our Instagram link tree. And it will feature designs inspired by the show and by Maggie and by Cat Lady and just all, all kinds of things. So we encourage you to check us out and see how things are growing and let us know if there's something that you're interested in seeing or hearing. And in the meantime, we also want to encourage anyone who feels so inspired to help spread the word about the genius that is podcasters. Of course. Uh, yeah, leave us a five-star review on your podcatcher of choice and Tomcat will read it for you in his best only felines voice. And we're going to give you a preview now. Actually, Allie, I'm not going to do my only felines voice, but I do have something very important to say. 
jury finds Derek Chauvin guilty of murder in George Floyd's killing. Fuck yes. Former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin has been found guilty on all counts in the murder of George Floyd, the black man who died after being pinned under Chauvin's knee, pressed to his neck in a case that set off a furious re-examination of racism and policing in the United States. All we have to say is five paws up for that jury and for the prosecutors and all the witnesses that worked so hard on this case. We love you. Thank you so much. We are so happy that accountability is being is being served in this in this case. Not a not a time, you know. It's a time to to. I I saw someone say, "Today we celebrate accountability. Tomorrow we keep fighting," and I I really like that. So let's let's take because that read as of recording that just happened. So we are so thankful that that happened, and let's keep working and keep moving forward. Black Lives Matter.